Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to another episode of Potty Magic. I'm very excited to have my guest today. Uh, we've done a little bit of training in the off-season. He was the number six pick for Hawthorne in the 2020 draft. Yep. Um, he's an absolute ripper bike. I'm very excited <laughs> for this uh, for this chat. Please welcome Denver Granger Barras. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you very much for uh, letting me into your mansion here. It's beautiful. <laughs> how good. Um, but um, a little, little bit of backstory, I guess, of how uh, we know each other. So um, in the off-season just gone... Uh, and sort of December and leading up to um, the start of your preseason, we did a little bit of training together. So we were training with train with everyone. You train yeah. with uh, Jack Carroll, yeah. uh, Shannon Neal, yeah. Jake Bassini. Um, did you do some with Chappie and stuff as well? No, I don't think I'm, we had Chappie there. I think no. we stuck all the free. But they were good. They were good fun sessions. Eh? Yeah. They were good. They were really good. And it was it was good just having like the the crossovers yeah. with everyone. But I guess you guys all knew each other from like state footy and yeah. around the place. Yeah, sixteens footy, and then yeah. also Colts coming up. You sort of. Get to know the familiar faces and yeah, and all that. So yeah, known all them for a long time. And yeah, it's always good to see them. Again. No, it was good. It was. It was just like a good fun. Just get in there, hit the stuff out, yeah. and like you guys had your own stuff you're doing as well. But no, it was really good fun. But uh, and uh, obviously, when you, uh, you you've had a fantastic start to the year personally yourself. Um, obviously, all to do with body magic. Yeah, obviously, uh, <laughs> directly there. <laughs> uh, and uh, how you feeling? Uh, like like when you first came back from. Uh, sort of being away into the preseason, how'd you feel? Did you feel pretty good? Like it all went pretty good? Yeah, I um, we all we have lots of targets, as I'm sure you've you've heard. Yeah. Um, beforehand with skin folds and um, running targets, weight targets, yep. things like that. So it's always pretty daunting in my first proper preseason start. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just sort of seeing where, where I sort of sat, and there was a few things I sort of missed, but. And yeah, in the weight room, I was definitely better off. After yeah, body yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Honestly, nah, he was trying to. You, were, you know what? I, I hardly actually had to do any of the revving up half the time. <laughs> yeah. ever. It was just you, bro. I'm you were just like, screaming. come on, everyone, yeah. get off another ten. <laughs> oh, I'm um, very competitive. So, so uh, just to get us like going a little bit more, and I guess uh, before we get into some footy stuff, uh, I'd like to work out it or hear a couple of things from him, some stories, and I just want you to tell me if it's true or not true. Uh, and uh, and we'll go from there, just to get everyone to know you a little bit more right. at home. You know, right? So, uh, true or not true, uh, that you go to the Macca's drive-thru after every game. True or not true? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's true. true. Yeah, it's true. That backseat of the car filled, filled up. Burger. Nice. Burger. What, what's the order? Uh, well, it changes depending on the feel. Gotcha. Uh, actually, I've, I've faded away a little bit. I'm noticing I'm not so hungry after games anymore. Gotcha. But, no, I, um, I normally go and get... 
Oh, called a pounder and then a, a Caesar wrap. I just love the, the grilled chicken Caesar yeah, wrap. Yeah, nice. And you, you used to work at Macca's or HJ? Yeah. Macca's? Yeah. Never Is that first job? Out. Yeah, first ever job. They say that once you've worked there, you never want to work, never want to eat it. Yeah. I remember I was a Opposite. young kid, <laughs> eating as much as I could, stealing bacon. It was, yeah, it probably wasn't a good first choice as an <laughs> upcoming footballer, but no, I enjoyed my time there. Oh, and, mate, you've, yeah. burnt, you've burnt about 5,000 calories in a game <laughs> yeah. anyway, mate. You could probably have two Big Macs and be no problems. So. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, is it true or not true? You only listen to country music. No, that's false. Oh, that's I don't, false. but apparently you, that, I was told that you were going to say that that's false, no. but apparently that is true what do you listen to what country oh, music you listen I to I listen to everything absolutely everything <laughs> I listen to classics you know Roy Orbison really old I yeah. listen to Phil Collins but I also love like a new rap but yeah there's also a favourite country oh there is country <laughs> yeah it's not it's not well mate with, with, with a name like Denver Granger <laughs> that, that is that, that honestly that sounds like a yeah. like what's it called a country musician I to be perfectly be honest <laughs> if I wanted to uh, is it true or not true uh, your favourite meal is your dad's spaghetti yeah Tick, yeah, still yes. to this day. Still to this day. Still what what makes it so good? What's well, a family secret? Is it? Uh, <laughs> I, I tried. I, I tried real good tried, there. Mate. I tried to get one on <laughs> No, I, I tried to cook it the other day for the, all the host family, and it was good. It was still their favourite. They all said it was amazing, but it just didn't quite have that. that yeah, that, that, there's that just something missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. you gave me half the recipe. Yeah. Trying is, to keep it secret. Next one. Is it true that uh, early on uh, when you were dating your, your girlfriend, um, that you went into the gym with her dad, right? And, <laughs> no and there was a bench press, way. right? And there was a bench press. No. And you went, you know what? I'm going to show off in front of the, the new girlfriend's dad. Let's yeah. do this, right? And uh, you went on. You went, yeah, let's stack some weights on. Got the weights stacked on. Yeah. Went down a bench, you know, in, in front of um, uh, the father-in-law. And then you farted. Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> true. But, oh god! I tried to play it off like like nothing happened, and and then all of a sudden I walk inside. So Brad, my my partner's dad, walked inside a little bit before me, and I've walked in, and they're all just sort of looking at me and laughing. And it was a, like thirty minutes before. I'm thinking, what's what's funny? And someone said, got got a bit excited, did ya? <laughs> And I've just put my head down and I've walked into the room. I don't think I came in. Oh, my God. Oh. You, just have to, you just have to own that one. You I'm, go, oh, well, shit I'm happens. Just, <laughs> shit happens. happens. <laughs> shit. shit was close to happening. <laughs> God, that is funny. Uh, and is it true that the only football that you watch is your own highlight reel? That's false. That's, That's oh, I don't believe I don't. that for a second. Some That's... Of the, no, some of the young boys, Jack Carroll would be one. He'd, he'd watch his gym highlight reel. Well. Not me. No, I, I think yeah, there, there was one uh, video that I've got my phone that you were quite jealous of how much video time I was giving Jack in the gym once and you're like, why are you filming Jack? He doesn't need it. He's already got enough followers. He's, uh, he's fine. Get me on there. I'm the one that needs to be working out a bit harder. Oh mate, the blue tick. We haven't even we haven't yes. even talked about the way I, I was when we were messaging last night just to tee all this up today. I've noticed there's a blue tick. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And I said, welcome to the club, brother. <laughs> Their life is about to change. Yeah. I thought maybe you had something to do with it. Oh, I thought, I thought yeah. You know, put in, put in a good word. Potty, you thought, oh, he needs a blue tick. Yeah. Yeah. Tick. Honestly, yeah. I don't get anyone that doesn't yeah, have a blue tick exactly on here. Right, so. How good is the feeling? Yeah, it was different. It was a weird one. Yeah. I remember. I, just um, wake up. Did you wake up and see it or yeah, what? Yeah. I was just, I was just chilling upstairs in my room oh. and I saw someone tag me in a story. Um, and I was like, oh, what's, what's this going on? So I've had a look and he's like, just taking a screenshot of my name and next to denver.gb, which is my Instagram handle, 
Oh, that one. Um, <laughs> is a blue tick, and I just thought, like, what? Like, what's going Amazing. on? Amazing. Oh, yeah, it felt weird. I felt a bit insecure about it. I told, oh. told Abby, and I was just like, it just doesn't doesn't feel right. Oh, you're a verified celeb. Yeah, you're verified celeb now, yeah. my friend. How good <laughs> is that? That is awesome. Very good. Well, congratulations. I can't wait to see what blue tick table we get for dinner when yeah, we go on later. It's going to be something special. real special. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get into some of your footy stuff in just a second. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go right back to our early football days. Where did you, where'd you play juniors? Yeah, it's a little uh, little town uh, up top of the hill in, in uh, it was called Gooseberry Hill. Yeah. Oh, Calamunda was sort of the area. I went to primary school there and um, yeah, just grew up there through my childhood and there was a little tiny little football club called Calamunda Junior Football Club. Nice. Costera Oval, which is right next to a, a senior high school. But yeah, I spent all my junior playing days there and it's still one of the one of the ovals that I like imagine myself playing footy on and I yeah. just love it. Yeah, awesome. It and you there. played the, the whole time for the same club? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was thinking about changing at one point because a lot of my friends uh, as I came through sort of um, high school were at different clubs and you want to play with your, te- your, yeah, your good mates and that, but I decided to stay the course and yeah, nice. um, no, I just love it up there. I love nah. the community. I love all the people. Still still in contact with a lot of them. Yeah, that's wicked. Oh, the, hill, the hills are a different breed. They're yeah, good. They my, dad, my dad actually grew up in Calamunda. Really? Uh, he played for the Cougars. Yeah, yeah, Cougars, yeah. yeah. the older ones. A lot yes. of my mates play there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, he loved it. He always yeah. talks about that Calamunda football days. Yeah, it's a real... Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're built different there, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. You, you just don't forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Calamunda Cougars. And um, were you always... Were you always pretty good? Were you always sort of like one of the better players in the team? Or was there a sort of a point that you maybe got a little bit bigger, you got a little bit better, anything like that? Or? Yeah, I think I remember I had a really good mate, Aiden Adams. Um, he was my best mate. And he was like, I, from what I remember is like I was really good young. Yeah. And then he wasn't so good. And then he got really good and I sort of fell away a bit. Um, and then, yeah, sort of I, I, was, I reckon I've been six or four since I was – 14, 15. So yeah, I've right. been, I've been so quite tall for a long develop time. Developed like pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah, so I had a couple of big spurts. I never put on any weight. So, yeah. But I was just this long, lanky kid who just loved marking the footy. And nice. That's just sort of where I went with my game. Yeah, and were you always a backman? Because you're playing back line at the, mo- at the moment with yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah. yeah, no, I was... I was, I was and you were drafted forward. as a backman as well, yeah. though, hey? Yeah. yeah, I was drafted as a backman. Played all, like, senior footy back home. Yeah. Colts footy as a backman, really. Um, but when I was in my junior days, like, I remember I used to... I used to play a couple games there if I could outside of the um, Colts with Swan Districts. Yep. And I'd never want to play down back. I'd want to just chill up forward. Yeah, cool. That's where it's at. They were pretty, um, pretty nice and they, they let me do that, which was pretty good. But no, I, I do like playing down back. I'll yeah. be there for a while. And then when did that switch the, that you were then a backman? Oh, probably, yeah, probably year 10, yep. year 9. I had, a, I had a coach that was. The Swans? Uh, no, I reckon it was was it would have been Kalamunda. We had a new coach come in. It was a bit more defensively minded. So yep. it was. Um, I think our midfield um, as a group weren't that good. So it was down back quite a bit. So he thought, why not put him down there to mark it? Gotcha. Stop, you put your best ones back. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. And then hope that they do something <laughs> up the field. Yeah, wicked. But, yeah, nice. And then from that, played for Kalamunda. For oh, sorry, sorry, uh, Swan District. Yeah. Sorry, what am I saying? Yeah, yeah. Swan Districts. Yeah, Swan Districts. So I think I was. I think I was 12 when I first got to Swan Districts. I remember my first year, Riley Garcia was, he's a year older than me. He was um, he was there and he was a star. Like, yeah. Gus was just like, you just knew him. as like He was just the best midfielder there was. Yeah. Um, so I looked up to him a lot. And then Jack Bassini, who was also a yep. year above me, I think he was there. Um, so I was there as a younger bloke, um, just sort of trying to take as much in, not so much playing as much, but 
yeah, just trying to learn as much through the futures and then give myself the best opportunity when I went to Colts. Of course, yeah. Eventually league. Well, you kind of find that that either um, players that have either had like a, an older brother or they've played up divisions and that sort of stuff, yeah. that they end up doing much more with yeah. their career because, you know, you're obviously playing against guys that are way better. Yeah. So that makes you better. And, and yeah, you get to a thing. point where you have to go back and play against your own age group and you've already been playing a couple of years up. So you and you're like, this is easy. You know, yeah. These are, these I are cones. Say, I don't <laughs> say easy. There were definitely some touch-ups. I've got yeah, some yeah, touch-ups, yeah. but yeah. no, it was uh, it was good to go back and play with some of the guys at my age. Wicked. And was there any other guys from like your junior days that are now in uh, at any AFL clubs? Or? Oh, there definitely would be. I yep. just can't really remember. So like Logan McDonald, who was drafted a p- couple of picks before me. Yep. Um, I didn't play any junior footy against him because he was in a different league sort yep. of thing. and. Um, from what I can recall, there aren't any that were in my league, but there's some that were in, are in my league now that yep. um, are getting coming up and getting drafted now, which yeah. is really exciting. To yeah, say. that's cool. That's cool, and it's so good that, that you know it's not just about getting drafted at you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Now it's like no. you know there's so many different pathways and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah I was, I was so chatting. I chatted with uh, Nick Martin yesterday, and just like you know, again, there's so many different ways you can get in, train through roles yeah. and. Um, you know, different rookie spots and everything. It's pretty cool. How good's he going? Oh, bro. How so good, good. And man, he's done some good oh. plugs for Body Madge as well. Yeah, he specifically he? said it in, in interviews oh, as well. I've gone, you, man. I get the free session. That's I, don't good. Know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm that low. I don't know if I like you that much. Uh, and then I played state uh, 18s? 16s. 16s, yeah. Or 15s technically, but. Yep. We won't talk about the 15s days, I don't reckon. They weren't, they weren't much <laughs> they, good. They weren't very good. But it was a good learning. I, 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 no, I will. Um, I remember I went into playing the trials to sort of get into 15s. I wanted to play 16s as a bottom major, but it wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to play with Jake Pacini, Riley Garcia, and things like that. But um, the Swans director said, oh, no, we'll go. you go play 15s with your own age group and have some learnings. I remember playing the trials, and I like was just having the most fun ever just – Playing ruck and then roving, going forward, kicking, you know, awesome. a few goals in a quarter, things like that. Um, but then I learned that, like, I remember that, I vi- remember vividly, um, um, Tony McHale, one of our coaches, came up to me and said, Oh, um, you're like, you're going to be our captain, like, or you're going to be one of our captains, like, yeah. just going to, like, need you to just lift your leadership in this area, things like that. And young me, you know, I was pretty excited, captain of the 15s team, state team. I was like, That's pretty sick. That is cool. But I just let it get to my head and I became complacent and then yep. my footy just did not follow. Yep. So we played against Tasmania and so I was a captain that got dropped and I remember walking up to Tony McHale and I said, oh, like, oh, why, why am I not playing? I was it like a rotations thing. And he goes, <laughs> no, you just, like, you just sucked. You just sucked. And, like, I was just, I had a terrible carnival but I learnt so much, went away and then... That gave me a really good opportunity. Well, I think I think you definitely need to be a little bit humbled at some point. And just <laughs> yeah. you know, like anyone with any professional Absolutely. career, like you can't you're not just on the way up the whole time. It's probably a good thing that that happened at that point, Absolutely. though, because then it sort of like you know put you in a good mindset, and you you know you knew the work rate that you had to do and all that sort of stuff as well to yeah. like move forward. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think it just yeah, it was a good time. Fifteenth isn't so important. The recruiters aren't really looking at it as in depth. And then, yeah, I came to 16, developed some emotional maturity. There's a cat here. Oh, Bronda. The Bronda wants in. (laughs) Um, Developed some emotional maturity, and then, yeah, I think that's what gave me a good step up, a good leg up in the 16s. Yeah, for sure. Which then was sort of like a springboard going into 18. And then then into the 16s, so then how did that go? Yeah, Yeah, it was was good. I... um, we had a great, great bunch of boys, made some really good connections with a lot of the fellas, and that sort of helped our team building and then we ended up playing pretty well we fell one game short of the championship as they call it yep 
Um, but I, I was, I remember, I, I think I captained the game at Metricon um, in the Gold Coast. It was kind of up on the Gold Coast, and I just loved it. I just embraced everything. Like, I let all the boys shave my head and awesome. just things like yeah. that. Just, yeah, yeah, just had a proper footy trip. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It was good fun. But, yeah, like I said, there was lots of learnings, and then that gave me also a springboard into 18s, which was Super beneficial. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, from sort of the 18s and I guess that I guess that even at the 16th point, there was probably interest from yeah. clubs and sort yeah. of people looking at you and that yeah, sort of stuff. Absolutely. I think they start, I think the rule was at 16, they can't interview you, but they come and watch. So yeah, of course. Come and get involved in some of the camps and things like that. Um, What's that like? Like, what are you like? It's pretty nerve wracking. Well, well, man, if you're like 16, kid. 17 years old and someone's like, you know, judging what you, I guess, like your, your dreams and aspirations yeah, absolutely. are. Absolutely. Well, you just sort of think everything you do is a test, yeah. which can be a really stressful and draining mindset. Yeah, so yeah. What you eat, what what you do, what you say, whether you hold a door open, things like that. They and these things are they recruiters might not even pick up on them, but you're, you're analysing yourself in a way that is so tiring. Yeah, at such a young age. But I guess it's good because it's exposure. Yeah, you understand it, and then when it comes to 18s, all those sort of habits become subconscious. Yeah. You're just doing it and you don't really have to think about it. Therefore, it's not as draining. Yeah, of course. Yeah, also really good. Yeah, which is good. Maybe just switch your headphones over the other way just so that cord's oh, there. Just, it keeps banging on the microphone. Oh, it's it? just, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. No, no big deal. But just, you know, I, we're just looking after the viewers, yeah, uh, the listeners' ears sorry, at man. home. <laughs> uh, and then uh, was there was there other clubs leading up to the draft? Did you kind of know you were going to get drafted? Like, you Obviously, if you're going top 10, you kind of think. Yeah, right oh, I've, never, I've never been shy in saying that the position that I was in when I was in the in the run for the draft was a super blessed position. Yeah, um, I didn't have the uncertainty of whether or not I'd go to to a club. It was more so where which, which is one and what order. Blessing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So I had a, I had a club come to me and um, I won't say who, but a couple day a couple of days before the draft and said, you know, if you get to our pick, no matter what, who's there, we'll take you. Yep. And I just thought that was like a, that was like the first time anyone actually said it. Um, so yeah, it was like a massive sigh of relief, and now it was like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to end up? Things like that. Yeah, I was always, I was always going to move into state. So yeah, yeah, of course, yep, yep. And um, uh, I guess the night of the the draft, did you was that COVID stuff? So you were in yeah, Perth? Yeah. yeah. So we had a big Zoom set up at home. Sick. Had uh, had Abby, my partner's family over. Had my family over, and my manager. So I wanted to keep it really. Yeah, intimate, and yeah. I guess like you know all the people that have actually you know been a part of that sort of yeah, that build. Absolutely. I guess like just keep it yeah, like it nice and intimate. Make sure that, that excuse me, the people I knew and really cared for at that point in, in my life were <laughs> That's jumping up here yeah. wants to be part of the part. <laughs> um, but it was perfect. Like it was a great night. We ended up got drafted. A funny story. My internet. Back here, I was lived in High Wycombe at the time. It was oh, terrible. Oh, oh, that's my. If, and anyone that doesn't know where High Wycombe is, yeah, miles not, out. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not the greatest. Uh, ex- sorry for anyone that was <laughs> um, And we had a Zoom set up, and if you were top ten or whatever, they wanted to interview you. Yeah. And so I've sat down in front of the Zoom. They're like, "Okay, you're going, you're going on in a few seconds." And I've popped up. I've answered a couple of questions, and they've just started. Breaking up. So oh, no. Clean, so, oh, I'm like, oh, Jesus. This is, this is at the, you know, <laughs> yeah. right, the money shot. And, and then go. it's just gone completely black. Oh. And I've gone. I went to swear. I was going to be like, oh, fuck, they're gone. Yeah. But I didn't. Luckily, I was like, oh, no, that's it. And got up and left. And then I rewatched the draft a couple of days later um, and saw that that part of the 
um, was still broke, was, was still, still being straight, out. even though that you're so basically just got up and left. <laughs> yeah. and left as you That's it. I'm out of yeah, it. So I'm straight to the pub. <laughs> that was that was my night. That's so funny. And I bet you were were you freaking out? Was the heart going? Oh my god! Or was it just kind of like oh shit? It's going. It's just. I was freaking at that point. Like the interview, I was freaking out because I like there's so much hype in the oh, room. Yeah. And there's so much excitement and. There's just emotion, you know. You got mum crying, you got dad clapping, and like he never claps. Things like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, you've just got to sort of calm it down for that second and try and answer some questions. But like they'd start asking a question, I would just have no clue what the question was. But it's also that you don't have any media training no, at that point at that either. Point, so. No. so you just you're flying dry. You just go in, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and obviously mum and dad would have just <laughs> been over the moon and like going. And you said you made your dad clap, which yeah. is yeah. Yeah, Ian, he uh, he doesn't show much emotion very often, but no, he he yeah, I think he, I don't think he could have shed a tear. Yeah, he would he would have hidden it pretty well. But yeah, yeah mum was mum was hysterical. Have you got brothers and sisters about. or no? Yeah, I've got a, I've got an older brother, Lachlan, who yeah. um, he's twenty one, um, and a younger brother, Georgia, a younger sister, sorry, Georgia, who's oh, she'd be going on eighteen soon. Um, and yeah, I think they love the emotion of it all. But yeah, it was a it was just. An amazing experience. Oh, it would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We could, we'll go into more um, like early Hawthorne stuff in just a sec. So I guess fast forwarding from the draft, uh, drafted to Hawthorne. And what was your first thoughts? Were you stoked with that? Was, was there much communication before that or like? Yeah, it's actually a funny story in itself. I remember um, there was a lot of media going into that week about Sydney um, losing a little Lear and they were like, oh, well, they're going to need a big backman. So yeah. Denver's going to Sydney sort of thing and Do they have a pick before? Yeah, they, they yeah. would pick three. So Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. I sort of bought into it a little bit, like because yeah. that was that was the narrative I was going to Sydney. Um and Jamara's gonna get bid on pick one, so they're gonna slide down to four and Yep. So I was like, Okay, that's that's pretty good. Like I'll take Sydney, that's that's sweet, I'm excited. Like I am blessed to go to anywhere. Yeah. Um and then probably Five minutes before the draft actually started, my manager leans over to me and says, "Oh, Denver, I don't think you're going to Sydney." And I said, well, "Why? Why is that?" Mm. And he goes, "They just they don't let their draft who they draft get out. They're very insure about it." So I was like, "Oh, okay, all right. Well, I guess I'm going to Gold Coast because Gold Coast has shown a lot yeah. of interest." And I'd spoken to Hawthorne, I met Clarko, um, had a really good chat with him, but I just didn't didn't get the the feeling. That, 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 that they were hell, that hell were keen on you. That's yeah. probably just him chatting to you. So <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So sort of um, Hawthorne bid on Braden Campbell, who went to Sydney as an academy pick, and I was like, okay, sweet. I've got to wait till Gold Coast pick, and then all of a sudden Hawthorne's picked me, and I remember just the like the joy and excitement that I felt um, knowing that the club's history, like, yeah, is just so time. extensive, and the legends that they've got, of course, um, at the club, and also just like the players James Sisley for one like always been one of my favorite players ever and then you and, get to play with and him. then I get to play with him amazing. Like, it was just and just learn off him it was just amazing so yeah just sort of the big turn of events and yeah something happening that I wasn't expecting I was just I was over the moon yeah that's awesome and then uh you did your you did your knee uh, was that start of 21 yeah yeah, yep. and was that was that AFL game you did that? Was it no, VFL training? No, so I, it was. I think it was did you had did you play a game before that? No, I didn't. So I you didn't even debut before that. Nah, no, I was. I remember I was on the I was on the cusp. I was pretty close um, round one. I showing some really good signs, but um, we had a pretty good pretty good backline at that point. Um, you know, and, and also like you, develop. like you're, you've you've only just got there as well. Yeah, like exactly that's the other right. thing. Like, like when you actually get drafted, I think you know what 
most people don't realise it's like such a short time until yeah. you're actually in. Exactly you know? right. Normally when you get drafted, you have a good four weeks before Christmas and then you have a good six weeks before you start entering gameplay. Yeah. Um, but with our draft being pushed back, it meant that... There was less time. Yeah. Was, we came... We had a week before Christmas, so we did no real training. And then come back after Christmas and it's a six-week block and you're playing games. So yep. you've got to learn a game style. You've got to learn... You know, you've got to get your body ready. You've got to get match fit. You know, all these, these the professionalism, you've got to figure it all out. And, mm. yeah, I just, I didn't adapt quick enough. And, and key position players are a bit harder. They, uh, Jack Gunson came to me and told me that, because there was some other boys in contention to play, and it, it annoyed me, it pissed me off, because I was like, I'm a super competitive person. Mm. Um, and I was like, well, if they're playing, I should be playing. And he's like, you're a key position player, it's going to take you longer, and, you know, be patient. And instantly, I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm not good at being patient. No. Like, I, that's one thing I hate is being told to be patient. But you got to understand that with time, things grow and you learn and develop and you take more in. And so, yeah, I just had to bite my time a little bit, which ended up being a lot longer because yeah, yeah of course, I ended up doing my knee in uh, in a VFL game against Richmond. Oh, shocker! And then when you when you did that, did you know it's done? Or had, yeah. have you had you had had any like really big injury up until no, then? No, I, I did my shoulder a couple of years before, um, but I played out the game. Yeah, like, I was fine. And then, yeah, this injury happened. I, so what happens, I hyperextended my neck, yep. my leg. Um, a Richmond player, I think it was Coleman Jones, who's now at um, North North Melbourne. Yeah. He was diving for a ground ball. What a dog, and honestly. Coleman <laughs> yeah. Jones, you listen to me, I see this knee, that's on you. No. Yeah, <laughs> I've spoken to him about it. Um, yeah, he sort of just laid across my leg as I went to bump him and, yeah, just hyperextended. It's a terrible look. Oh. Um, I'll have to get you the video. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny now. Yeah, yeah. At the time, at the time, not so, so funny. I remember I took my mouth, got out of my mouth, and I was just like, I'm going to throw this as far as I can. Just no reason. I was just like, I was in that much pain. I was like, oh. I'm just going to throw it. Um, but then, you know, your adrenaline kicks in, so I got up and started hobbling off, and eventually that hobble turned into a run, and I was like, okay, like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as I think. Like, instantly, your first thought yeah. is it goes to ACL. Yeah, yeah. So I was very nervous, and then got to the bench, and they did the ACL test, and they said, oh, nah, it doesn't look like it. And I was just like, big sigh of release. So then I was like... Okay, like, so when do I go back on? And they were like, no, like, you like, there's a, so you got a, a PCL which sort of runs down. I believe it's either across or down the side. Yep. Um, they said that there was a, whenever I scanned it, revealed there was a slight tear in that, and it was the only thing stopping my leg from completely folding oh, in half. They, oh there's God. all these stories when someone, like, you know, like life or death situations, yeah. they say, oh, that five millimeter, but yeah, that, that was, that was my, it was hanging on my situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was very lucky, and I ended up getting away with, I think it was 13 weeks after a bye yep. before I came back and played some VFL. I played one VFL game yep. and was lucky enough we had an injury through the AFL um, team that sort of gave me an opportunity to play. Um, and then, yeah, I debuted against yeah. GWS in round, I should know, but I think it's like 15 yep. at the end of, uh, t- towards the end of that Doesn't year. matter. It was the one that you debuted. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And how was that? Was it played here or was it away? Or? It was Mel- MCG against GWS. Over? No, so COVID was, the <laughs> oh. border was still shut. So I couldn't get, couldn't get the family over. My mum and sister still, and sorry, my whole family uh, still yet to see me play. You're joking. Yeah, so. Oh my God, are um, you in Perth any yeah, time soon? I think three weeks. Three weeks, so cool. Frio, so just Hold my spot until yeah. the prayer game and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and try and get the family there to watch it. Wow, that's full on. And I think, like, obviously that would have been such a, uh, a tough year. For, well, it's a tough year for, for all the guys that are playing interstate, but if that's your first sort of time away, your family's yeah. not even seen you. Boy, that's yeah, rough, it was, man. it's different, yeah. So we, we, we were lucky enough we didn't have to hub, um, but there were so many other limitations. I mean, I think I played 
five games uh, last year, and I think four, three or four of them didn't have a crowd. Yep. And it's such a minor thing, but it actually, I can't believe the difference it makes. Is it just shit? It's just a, the weirdest atmosphere you've ever experienced. Yeah. It's just so eerie. And, and I guess, like, because uh, obviously the. I guess like the whole thing about playing there, like you're all hyped yeah. up and you're like, oh my God, this is the Absolutely. big stage. But then it kind of, it takes it away. Like you said, because there's no one there. There's no atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it just kind of feel, it just feel like a training drill. Yeah, exactly and, right. and you have to try to match the intensity of like the moment, the occasion yeah. that you're sort of building it's, up for. It's, it's weird, the the impact it has on you. I think it's mentally. Yeah. Um, but I, my first crowd was, I think it was 10,000 at the MCG, which was, um, which is a very small, very small crowd. Yeah. Um, was it the biggest crowd you played in front of now? Uh, I think it'd be just short of seventy thousand. Wow. Like What's that, that like? So, oh, it's crazy. When we played, when we played Marvel Essendon, when they pantsed us at the end there, um, the I remember being on the bench and they just kicked another goal, and so we were down, and I was just smiling like I just had this weird, overwhelming sense of joy. Just yeah. the crowd, <laughs> and it's just so loud. It was like I just can't believe how someone kicking a leather footy. Around an oval can get all these people, other people doing this. Is yeah. having people scream, yeah, like it's just an amazing experience. Yeah, that's insane. And best game so far, like either for I guess for Hawks and then also ever. Yeah, oh, I remember I played played um, state eighteens as a bottom major. Yep, um, in what they called the championship game, and that was good fun. Yeah, uh, I is that the one you told me about? Were you playing on Shaz? No, no, no. That was no. This is I played on Shaz. Oh, that was after. That yeah. was good fun as well. That was yeah, yeah. No, my sort of my breakout game was yeah. It's an underage of first state eighteens um, in the so whoever won it was out of us and I think it was Vic Country could be Vic Metro excuse me yeah. Um, and yeah, I was playing on Cody Waitman, so a smaller smaller forward and. I was really lucky, honestly. It felt like they they were just kicking me the ball, so I just sort of landed in my lap a few times. Just one of those games that was yeah, just in the right spot, exactly all the time. right. So yeah. um, I remember Cody Waitman ended up kicking a goal on me, and <laughs> he gave it to me. He turned around and he <laughs> told me to get fucked. He did. He was absolutely <laughs> like, but um, no, I, I think yeah, I played a good enough game that that sort of yeah, like I said, springboarded me into the. High draft contentions, wicked, so. yeah. So that was like the the real breakout. Well, yeah. you know, one of your best games, breakout games. Everyone was like, "Oh wow, yeah." yeah. And then uh, we'll talk about like learning. I remember I played played that game, played really well, and then went back to WA. And that next week, Peter, um, not Peter Seamich, um, Adam Pickering, sorry, he was the Swan Districts League coach. I was walking into my Macca shift. I was doing a late night shift. I was walking <laughs> in at eight o'clock after a training session. And he goes, "Oh, Denver, like I forgot to mention, mate, you're playing on the weekend." I was like, yeah, I know the Colts play at the Colts play at ten o'clock. He's like, no, mate, you're playing league at one. Wow, and I was, I, was a, I think I might have been sixteen at the time, or seventeen, and I was just like, you're kidding, right? Like this is a joke. He's like, no, nah, mate, straight in. So, all right, no worries. And then that game was actually when I did my shoulder. Right. So I played one game and but ran out of the game. Learning. Yeah, ran out of the game. What a fucking weapon! I went, <laughs> went home. I remember I was in the change rooms after, and the, the physio comes over to me and she goes. What happened to your shoulder? I said, "Oh, I don't know. I just reckon I stung it like nothing much." She goes, "Okay, no worries." And she just she just goes, oh, "Let's have a look." And she just tugs on it, and bang, it popped out again. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "What are you fucking doing?" <laughs> I was <laughs> like, "Put leave, it back in. Leave my arm alone, <laughs> yeah. please. It was fine before so, you touched it." Yeah. So then I think five days later, I had surgery, and um, then the I think it was six month rehab. Yep. Ensued. So yeah, that was it. Was also a humbling experience. Yeah, I can imagine. I can. Imagine. And then best game for uh, Hawks. Thus far, 
Well, I, I, my debut was I, I played pretty good in my debut, but talking about injuries, yeah. I uh, got concussed in the third quarter. Oh. So I don't remember anything from halftime onwards. Which oh is wow, just, you know, it's a crazy experience. But I played on the weekend um, against Brisbane. We got the win. Um, I played like it's probably one of my better games. Yeah. For, for the club that sort of showed what I want to bring each week, some intercept. Marking, but also shutting down my opponent, but still lots of learnings from it. So yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's such a part of good yeah, such early days as yeah. well for you as well, which is so exciting, isn't it? And then uh, mates at the club that you're sort of guys that you're closest with. Yeah, I think we just got a we just have a really good blend all yeah. around. So um, there's sort of a good mix of like older guys, yeah, middle guys, yeah. and young guys now, isn't there? Yeah, I think the blend, like the ability for the older guys to still be open minded when it comes to the younger guys in yep. terms of like footy and life like they'll get involved in the younger guys activities but they'll also listen when the younger guys speak and try and voice their opinions and yeah their open-mindedness if that's a word yeah open-mindedness definitely is, is. is amazing <laughs> um and it makes a really good club culture so i've just yeah i just love i love all the boys yeah that's good that's good and um is there any that you're particularly tight with like the guys was there any guys that you were drafted along with or anything like that you spent a little bit more time with or anything like that or? yeah I, well i got drafted with jackson or oh, jackson Keller was mid-year sorry yep um seamus mitchell he's yep. a he's a small he was a small four that's now come down back who's he's making strides so i love watching him develop yep um you know i'm close with john newcomb who was also a mid-year pickup but yeah all of us are second year boys we call lucky bramble was an ssp so yeah, there's there's lots of great plan. We've got a really, like I said, we have got a really good group, and it'd be hard to pick one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, you were drafted when Alistair Clarkson was still coach. Yep. How was the Clarko experience? Was that yeah. obviously was that a bit weird with, or was it like a nice smooth transition sort of into Sam Mitchell? Or? Yeah, it was. Or it was a bit of both. I think we did. You get on with Clarko pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah Clarko's Clarko's very easy to get along with. Yeah, he, cool. Uh, he's a very busy man. Yeah, very busy. So. Um, you struggle a little bit to find time with him, but no, he um, it, when you when you've got him sat down, he's just focused on you. Yep, um, he's in the room. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. He's super present, which is a really really good ability to have as a senior coach with so many things going on. So, of course. Yeah, I mean, and he's one of the greatest coaches. Oh, exactly ever. right. So like, I just it was amazing just to have him there and learn off him, and um, and then also noting his no, knowing that his predecessor in Sam Mitchell. Um, was learning off him. I just knew that the club was going to be in good stead. But yeah, um, there was a few things that the club a club could have done better. The um, when it came out that that Sam um, was taking over started next year, we sort of found out through the cameras on the ground, which was unfortunate. But yeah, um, yeah, you just sort of take it as a club, and then like the club were as transparent as they could have been. Yeah, that's the whole good. Thing. They were really really good and making sure that we were media trained and understood the situation and. Knew how to speak on it, knew how to not speak on it. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was very well handled. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, it's a it's a tricky and bit of an awkward time sometimes as well. And I mean, there's so many different moving parts with yeah, a team. It's not just the players yeah, and the coaches absolutely. and stuff. There's so much going on. Yeah, that, there was um, uncertainty within within the club itself, and um, but yeah, they were just super transparent with us. Gave us honest opinions. They gave us their honest thoughts. What was going on? What was unsure? Things like that. So um, no, it was very well handled. That's good. And uh, biggest mentors so far, or like guys, like players that you've learnt stuff off thus far? Yeah, I'm a bit of a pest. I uh, yeah, I, I question a lot. So I, my way of learning is I, I need a question to understand, and then I need to understand to be able to action. And Sicily um, is one that I, I go to with all of my particulars. And Sam Frost, who's now gone forward, um, he's one that I also question quite a bit. He plays sort of our 
our fullback. Um, but yeah, I just sort of lean off those two, and then Carl Hardigan also, who has had a good good amount of years in the, in the system. So I just sort of lean off all of them. There's no no one person, but I um, yeah, I use Sis a lot for a vari- variety of different things, whether it's leadership, whether it's um, like communicating, whether it's yeah, footy. So. Yeah, they've been really helpful. That's good. And is there anyone that you've matched up on that you've all seen out in the ground that obviously because these are some of the guys that you'd be playing against now, yeah. or like ones that you've grown up going, oh wow, like you know how good this bloke? Is there any? Was there any weird moments where you're like, oh my god, I'm on the ground with oh, this I person? Think, I think Buddy Franklin. I think the other yeah. we played him a few weeks ago, and I was just like, just it was the weirdest feeling. I walked out, and he just had a presence about him. Like, yeah, I remember because I'm very, I'm very chippy and. I'm lucky because the rules can protect me. That no one can punch me in the face <laughs> as much as as much as they'd Just like to. Just an absolute pest. Um, yeah, I remember he, he pushed me in the back once, and I was like, "Oh, nice one, dickhead." And I said that to Buddy Franklin, <laughs> which is a big asking mistake. for it, eh? Yeah, and then I've I've kicked the ball, and he's just straight away gone, "Nice kick, dickhead." <laughs> And, like, before he'd even turn around to look where the ball went, they marked it. And he just knew, and then all of a sudden they kicked it to him and he had a shot on goal. And I was just like, oh, what, a, what a turnaround. Wow, but, that is awesome. That is just, like, yeah. God status stuff, isn't no, it? Yeah, he's a legend of the game. And it was amazing to just share the field with him. Yeah, that's wicked. That's unreal. And Hawthorne play a lot of their games, uh, or some of your games in Tasmania, you sort of go all over the place a little bit. Like, you, yeah. we were just chatting before you gone up to Darwin, did you say, for yeah. this week? Yeah, is that yeah. sort of, um, is it cooler? Is it a bit? weird sort of playing in like the, the I guess maybe not so traditional yeah. grounds and ovals yeah I think so like Tassie's like it's a different it's a completely different feeling it's I've not been to Tassie open. before still. oh it's a, it's a good experience it's just cold yeah like, it can yeah. be quite cold down there but nonetheless I mean you're playing for you running around you get hot like it's it's perfectly fine um but yeah it's a different feeling it's open yet yeah, the crowd the crowd shows up and it's I, I, what I find amazing is a lot of the time There'll be opposition. Like we had Brisbane on the weekend, like, and they they had just as many supporters as us yeah. down there. So, um, no, it's amazing to see the community sort of come together and the events that they sort of hold down there. But yeah, we get a good spread. So we're up to Darwin this week versus Gold Coast. Well, have you been to Darwin before? Never. Man, never. I've been to Darwin once. The the only nightclub appearance I ever did after really? doing Love Island stuff was up in Darwin. There was this place called Not that you're going to go visit anyway. Monsoon nightclub, right? Okay. <laughs> they flew a few of us up there. And oh my god, that was a dirty one night. Oh, bro, think of the dirtiest, worst like nightclub you could ever be in, and then oh, put really? it in Darwin. Times it by ten and put it in Darwin. This man. place was grotty, but oh man, it was so fun. It was really good. If you, are you, oh, you're gonna go do the croc thing? I don't know, but we we so we we play on we fly up on on Friday, play on Saturday. Yep, and that's pretty quick. They, they've given the opportunity. Um, for the boys to stay there for a couple of days. Oh, cool. Um, oh, because is it the buy? No, no, oh, it's so not this the buy, but they just sort of no. want to get a bit more community engagement up there, yep. maybe some education pieces. Sick. Um, Go do the crocodile thing. There's like on the main strip, there's yeah. a cr- the, like crocodile's cro- in a tank and you go inside an acrylic box and they put you in the oh, croc tank. Oh, I don't know about Pretty that. Pretty cool. Man. And then they feed it and shit. <laughs> that if that, no, it was hell sick. You should go and they like give you a little baby one to hold. It's pretty yeah. cool. And it's literally on the main drag. There's only... There's not very many streets. One, ma- one yeah. main road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the hotel that I stayed at um, for that, it was the, um, what was it? What's, what's, um, what's the name? Um, oh, the Hilton. It was the, was yeah. The, yeah. It was the Hilton there. It was like the one really sort of nice hotel. Rolled in about three o'clock in the morning. It was almost, it was just before Christmas time. And they had this like um, gingerbread village house thing that was like all set up and it had yeah. lights on it and everything. Uh, and I rolled in at like 3 a.m. <laughs> 
and I've, all I've seen is this huge, it's massive. It was like three metres by four metres. It's got a train, it's got a church, it's got like what all this heck? elaborate stuff on it, right? And I've just gone... I'm taking some of this with me. So I've just gone King Kong on this <laughs> no thing. Way. And I've taken out half a suburb on it. I fucking grabbed <laughs> they, it off. And I've got grabbed, it on camera. And I'm, I'm literally like this and I walk up, walk up into the elevator, go on up. There's literally a trail of like shortbread. Oh, oh my up to, to, to my room and then I wake up the next morning, there is shortbread everywhere. <laughs> you probably didn't even eat it. Either. I, yeah, I, I was, Straight it to was bed. everywhere. I was like, what the fuck did I do? It was all over the walls and everything. I was like, oh my God. Shortbread um, murder scene. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, I got to get out of here. My flight was like that next morning. So I'm like checking out and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, room 301 like yeah. checking out and goes oh um sorry mate you're the love island guy from perth yeah and i was like oh yeah and he goes oh yeah you're gonna have to pay for that thing <laughs> 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 that's gonna be like 400 bucks no. through a plastic fucking thing <laughs> for sure but you didn't even eat <laughs> yeah literally oh that's funny um and uh what are you wanting to get out, get out of like this year is there anything that's been like a real big focus for you to work on like um personally with your game with your club how you're going about stuff anything like that or oh just i'd love to continue to develop Good yeah. deep relationships, and um, you know I believe you're a hard bloke to get along with. So it's yeah, uh, you know it must yeah. be really hard. It's, it's, yeah. tough, it's tough on the lads. <laughs> no, I um yeah I'm a strong believer in happy life. Like it will just help your footy go to the next level. Like yeah. I've got to be enjoying my life to enjoy my football, and Definitely. I find that I play my best footy when I'm when I'm enjoying footy. So um yeah, trying to trying to work on the balance, and um yeah, just uh, my my aim for this year is to. To crack in and play as many games as possible. So, yeah. Um, missed one so far, management with my ankle. So, yeah, doing pretty well. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm learning so much. I find that being in the AFL, um, in the AFL team, you just, every week is a learning, no matter how good you play. Yep. Um, which I find is super, like, super enticing. I find that throw, it's like the best way to learn is throwing you in the deep end. 100%. Sort of thing, you so. got you got to physically do the thing. Exactly yeah. right. So, yeah, it's good watching clips and, you know, there's these, you watch things you think you do really well in the day and it's like, well, if you did it this way, you'd be better off. And like you just micro adjustments like that can just take your game to the next level. Definitely, definitely. And you're doing lots of that. So I guess you do yeah. that with the club anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots yeah, of reflection absolutely. on it all. Yeah, not so much highlight clips. Like <laughs> That's right. No. I was trying to leave that too. I was <laughs> yeah. going, I see, I knew it was the no. highlight clips. <laughs> um, no, I, I tend to... Not, to, not. I'm not pessimistic at all, as you you'd know. <laughs> I, um, but I tend to look at the things I can learn from more so because I already have confidence in my own strengths to yeah. continue to bring them each week. But every once in a while, you do have to have to watch the old good clip. To, yeah, oh, to for remember, sure. To remember Ab- what to do. Absolutely. I just don't know if it's a real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what are you doing for fun? Like, are you, is there anything that you're doing outside of the club that's like you playing a year game or anything like that? Or uh, oh, I do. I do like my gaming. Um, what do you play? I'm not like into it. Literally, the last everything. console I owned was like a PlayStation 2. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, PlayStation. Even I remember. Yeah. Like Crash Bandicoot, Matrix. I used to play things like that. Yeah. I uh, just bought Elden Ring, yeah. which is a like open world game it's like so frustrating like i've already tried to break that many things in my room but um i try not to game too much but i just like i just find little pleasures in life so like every day every time we get a day off during the week um i'll go to the cafe and just sit and have breakfast on my own and i'll people watch people observe i'll go on my phone and um i've got a a friend of mine who owns a cafe um, in Canterbury for anyone that's in Melbourne mm-hmm. um, called Outlaw and I just love like the community feeling I can walk in and they're just like oh Denver yep and the sit. usual get the coffee and sit down and you know I have, excuse me I have certain days where I don't want to talk and I've developed a relationship with them to the point where they'll understand that yep um, but there's also days where I will want to talk and like I'll <laughs> it's funny I'll get up and I'll 
I'll start taking people's plates and like not working there, but just doing little things like that. That yeah, I just find I find joy in. Nice. Just make sure I keep oh mate, you're 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 a very funny dude. And it's <laughs> like you know any of the sessions that we've had in the gym, it's always been a it's always been a big laugh. Yeah, and I try, yeah, try and crack jokes to get away from. Yeah, you do. Work. You try to be the fucking trainer more than me <laughs> half yeah. the time as well. Yeah. So. I, I could critique Jared's form. <laughs> oh mate, uh, appreciate catching up. Uh, can't wait to continue to chat. I'm going to go to dinner and uh, yeah, keep, keep catching up. But uh, congratulations on uh, everything thus far and killing it this year. And congratulations, big time on the blue tick, obviously. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, keep congratulations it. for being here, <laughs> for getting the body match invite. <laughs> I appreciate Thanks, it. Man. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.